Hey, Susan Finch here for another episode of All Volunteer, All Heart from Binky Patrol. You can find us at binkypatrol.org. And we're continuing the conversation of the joys of being part of a grassroots nonprofit where actually we are 100% volunteer. Any money we get goes right back into either, wait, paying the CPA, storage, <laughs> postage stamps, uh, well, labels, what has it? <laughs> labels and brochures. Labels. Yeah. Yep. That's about it. And some licenses and little dopey things and web hosting. Other than that, you know, it all goes right back into making more blankets. And with me today, I have Miriam and Lisa. And <laughs> they have been in, they were involved in Binky Patrol from the beginning. Miriam is still roped in for life. She is our <laughs> vice president. And we thought it'd be yes. kind of fun when a nonprofit starts out, depending what you do for your nonprofit you don't always have the highest end stuff or you get unexpected gifts and you don't know what the heck you told to do with them. <laughs> so we thought we would talk about that very first week or two when we started Binky Patrol just, gosh, it was just before it hit Oprah or right after, I don't remember, but it was within a week or two and Oprah's another right. episode. But this was the fabric because we make blankets folks for kids that are ill and abused across the country and give them a reminder that they matter, that they're not invisible, that somebody cares and they're worthy of love. And sometimes it goes to the moms and the kids, sometimes it's just the kids, sometimes it's a grandparent and the kids, whatever, but people need that reminder and little tiny ones especially do. So we make blankets and when we started out, I had an art gallery in Laguna Beach and we were right next to Wyland's gallery. So if anybody knows Wyland's art, he's all undersea, he does all the dolphins and stuff. And so everything is dark. The frames that he used were, you know, all the fabric was dark for those beautiful scoops and satin and faux silk and real silk and raw silk. And we had an artist too that we framed for Dale Turbush, who is a gem of a human and, and a hell of an artist. But we got the same type of dark fabric we use the same framer and so when I told that framer what we were doing he said I'll give you all my scraps so we ended up with tons of this dark blue black green fabric <laughs> that really good and muted for kids that are overstimulated yeah but right. it made for a really dark blanket <laughs> but that's all we had yeah so Mary, Mary what was that stuff like to work with well as a quilter, and I had started quilting in 1988, it was always fun because you got to go to the store and pick out, you know, if you were making it for a certain person, you could pick out the colors. So we were given this fabric and we were very appreciative. And the first thing you want to do with new fabric is to wash it. So we sorted all these, you know, donations into colors and different things. And we all, you know, we're going to meet in a month, make two binkies if you can, and we'll share when we get there. So I go home and a couple of days later, I wash the fabric and I go to the dryer and it's like this, it's in a ball oh, no. <laughs> like this. Oh, my gosh. And I went, oh. okay. And I tried to take it apart as best I could. Seriously, it was like this. So I took it apart as best I could. And then I tried sewing with it. Well, this, you know, the threads were coming apart and everything. Oh, so no. I added, you know, some of the fabric I had with it. And then the other fabric along the same lines that was also a donation was the blue plaid. Oh, the blue plaid from BB Dakota. Oh my gosh. I even remember that. Remember the oh blue my gosh. Plaid? Yeah. Now who was it? There's another company that bought BB Dakota, but BB Dakota was headquartered in this yeah. amazing little building on Broadway. 
so funky. And Gloria Brandis was the owner of BB Dakota. Mm -hmm. And she called me up and said, hey, you know, I saw the article about what you're doing. We have fabric, we make clothing. And she said, you are welcome to come get some. And so we went not realizing (laughs) it was like, what were they like? 72 tall yeah and then about 20 inches around yeah they were huge and it took two of us to carry one because it was so heavy but we had how many oh too many oh my gosh we had at least that fabric lasted us for seven years yes (laughs) yeah I think that's why I said several different storages too right yes and that's why I say it lived on an infamy so the joke at at Binkathons was occasionally somebody would slip some of that blue fabric in <laughs> the blue plaid, you know, and we would joke about it. And of course we would incorporate it, but, um, you know, we, it, again, it was an obstacle and we made the best of it. We learned how to cut the, the framing fabric, you know, with pinking shears and different angles and that kind of thing. But the first couple of months were very challenging in our quilt designs, but, um, we didn't give up and we all brought in our designs that we had done, which were simple. We started with nine patch or just, you know, big six, six inch blocks and make it 42 by 42. Do whatever you can with yeah, what you Yeah, but you, you guys knew how to sew. You yeah. guys made fun of me and my mom. <laughs> we hadn't, I hadn't sewn since seventh grade gym right. class. Right. And so right. we actually, we literally got cereal boxes and cut out squares. So we had the square <laughs> pattern and we didn't know any great time-saving techniques and we actually would draw around each square with a sharpie yeah and then cut them out individually rather than big strips yeah and so and you guys (laughs) said what are you doing (laughs) this is how you cut it right and they they just laughed oh lisa they were so mean they laughed at us So we'd we be like, you're doing (laughs) (laughs) they were stunned. And yeah, so we learned better. But there was also remember um Lucy Max. Yes. Lucy Max on the corner of uh third and mermaid. Yes. And darling little children's boutique. And she had oh, she was this cute little redhead, and she made her own clothing too. And Mm -hmm. she gave us a ton of interesting, Mm -hmm. beautiful child fabrics. Right. Right. And so at that time, then I thought, well, it's time to get a storage unit. And so, you know, my gallery, I think paid for almost everything. (laughs) The gallery made no money that year. It all went to baby patrol. Mm -hmm. And so we got this huge storage unit, took everything there. And we got so many different types of fabrics. Right. Right. Yeah. And that was fun. That was fun getting the donations and then going to storage and sorting them, you know, and seeing what we had. And then we learned early on to use clear plastic bags so you could see through them. We learned that. And if anybody could afford to get us clear plastic bins of any size or shape, we were grateful to have those too. Um, but yeah, that was a very a learning curve for sure. But we accepted every challenge that came our way. Whatever kind of fabric you want to give us, we're going to do our best to make a binky out of it. Okay, let, let's tell the truth. Let, let's really tell the truth. <laughs> Except no. for that darn framing fabric in the ball. Oh, no, 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 no. We had even, we had, remember when people always want to donate their um, upholstery sample books to us? Yes, yes. Those were yeah. dreadful. Lisa, you remember those? Oh, I remember those. Yeah, yeah. we had all the staples in them. Yeah. The yeah. framing yes. fabric, you had to be careful because it would have blades in it. Yes. 
you would have like hard razor blades in there from where they were cutting the fabric and it would end oh up in their, in their bin. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh, oh my gosh. Some of the fabric that we would get. And sometimes people would want to donate to us and they would cross up basura, which means trash in Spanish and write binky. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. this episode is going to be titled, It's Okay to Say No to Freedom. Exactly. Exactly. You have to sometimes. You do. Yeah. Total agreement on that for sure. Oh my gosh. Sure. They will swallow you up. I have, mm-hmm. I mean, there are so many times that it seems like chapters just need permission to say, oh, no, thank you. We don't want you mm-hmm. to have polyester from a smoking house. Nobody yeah. does. So that's all <laughs> we're covering in this episode. We just want to talk about free things. How generous though people were as soon as they knew exactly what we were doing. Mm-hmm. People couldn't volunteer fast enough to give us beautiful things mm-hmm. to be helpful because that's what they did. Right. They made clothing. So they had fabric and without mm-hmm. them, we would not have kept going. And mm-hmm. our next angel that we will be talking about in a separate episode too is Hoffman fabrics. Oh, wow. Fabric. Yeah. Yeah. And they are still mm-hmm. with us and wow, they are, huh? That's mm-hmm. we are their wow. only nonprofit partner. Oh, and have been Mm -hmm. this whole time. They have given us so much, but from all those donations, that's what enabled us to be able to make the thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of blankets, especially in those early years. Yeah. So we are grateful for that. We are grateful that most of it was pretty good fabric. (laughs) You know, the framing fabric got a little sketchy, (laughs) but they all jumped in with us. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And in my quilting stuff, I'll just call it stuff. I still have some blocks of the um, blue plaid and framing. I have a little bit, I have a binky area, you know, in a little box and that's my treasure because that was the beginning. I have that too. I have one that was in my mom's stuff. When my mom died, she had a little tiny blanket stashed that she had sewn by hand. Mm Mm-hmm. Just the top, and I kept it just because I can't part with it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yes. so that's my little treasure too. Yeah, she had Alzheimer's, and she could not figure out how to do a sewing machine anymore. But she remembered how to hand sew. Yeah, so Aww. she always sewed by hand mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. she said, "No, oh, I'll just give you and your sister all the sewing machines." Like, okay, yeah. so she would buy one and try <laughs> it again and give it to you know. So we kept getting sewing machines because she kept forgetting she was buying them for us. Oh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Binky one. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, you can always bring them to the bats, you know, yep. for an extra. So yep. join us for our next recording words. It's Lisa and me. We're going to take okay. it from there. And we're right. talking about when she found us and Oprah. Because we awesome. got to talk all about that. And it's not as flashy as you think, but it made all the difference in the world. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we are still grateful for those early, early exposure and ability to be able to reach a large audience rather quickly. Mm -hmm. Thank you again for joining us for this episode of All Volunteer, All Heart, bringing you the joys of an accidental nonprofit that took off nationwide without meaning to. (laughs) (laughs) And all of our stories. And we hope we inspire you guys to take a chance. Volunteer one hour a month and change lives. That's all it takes. You'll get hooked to want to do more, but one hour a month, <laughs> that's a good way to get yes. started. Good way to start. Yeah, it, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Thank you all. Okay. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you, Miriam.
Bye. Thank you. Bye.